When should I start training my dog? Seems to be a question that we get asked often here at OnDog. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. When is the right time to start training your dog? And what benefits does training a dog early really have on the dog? So let's go ahead and jump into that now. we go. This is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I'll probably say that in most of the episodes just because I love talking about dogs. I love doing all this stuff. But in my opinion, this is something that that I think we get asked a lot here. Uh, and it's something I just really, really want to talk about. But before we get going on that, I just want to remind you guys that I am Jake I am from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. That is a online course-driven website that will be setting you guys up for all the training you need. We'll be launching our first course here soon. We are extremely excited to be offering that course, and then obviously we'll be pumping out more courses throughout the summers, basically throughout the entire years as we're able to develop them. So we are extremely excited about that. So what I would recommend to everybody is jump onto our ondogtrainingacademy.com website, hit that subscribe button, uh, sign up, and you will get notifications when our courses drop and anything else that might pop up from that. So with that being said, this is episode, I want to call this one episode three, I think. Uh, And basically what I led in with was saying, when should you start training? The answer to that is really simple. It's right now, right this second. I don't care if your dog is eight weeks old. I don't care if your dog is eight years old. You need to start training your dog right now. And so what I want to talk about in this is more along the lines of the power of learning, the power of teaching your dogs, you know, how to learn and just the benefits of doing it early as opposed to waiting uh, that I find. I know a lot of people get puppies and they're like, well, I just want the puppy to be a puppy for a while and, you know, have fun and this and that. And I totally get it. I understand that. But at the same time, we need to be teaching them things. You know, we can't just let a puppy do whatever they want all the time. And this also goes for like new dogs. If you just rescued a dog, it doesn't matter the age. What you do with the dog early on sort of sets the stage, right? So like if You're letting the dog get away with everything because either it's a puppy and that's the excuse or it's a rescue dog and a lot of people feel bad. Like, well, we rescued this dog. We feel bad. Maybe it was in a bad situation. So we're going to let it just, we're just going to spoil it. I don't think dogs really understand what spoiling is. I think that's more of like us just making ourselves feel good about letting our dogs get away with a lot of stuff. Like, well, we're just going to spoil him and he had a really tough life and whatever. The better thing you can do for your dog is to start training early and set those goal or set those rules and everything. Be fair about it. Be nice about it. But th- what that does is that sets the dog up long term for less stress when rules start to change. Or if you start to be like, well, okay, you're not a puppy anymore. Now we can't let you jump, even though I've been letting you jump for the first four months that you've been here. You know, so setting the stage early, I think, is more fair for the dog. More importantly than that, I think there's just a giant value in in teaching dogs early on how to learn. Now, I'm not a big fan of teaching tricks for a dog until they're about a year old or until they have a really good strong foundation training, which is sits downs, recalls, 
probably doing some healing stuff. You know, a lot of just your basic training. Once they have that down, then I'll incorporate tricks. Because you got to remember, the early training you do with your dog, that's the training, in my opinion. That That's your foundation. And when dogs get to the point where maybe they're in a situation they can't think or whatever, even if they can, if they're excited, they tend to resort to their foundation faster than anything new you've trained them. So if the foundation is roll over, shake, and bark, I can guarantee you those are going to be the things your dog's going to be offering to you more so. Even when you tell, you might tell your dog to sit or down. You might tell your dog to down and stay, the dog will roll over. You know, and that because that's what it is. You tell your dog to sit and your dog's throwing a pot, you're trying to shake. You know, because that's the foundation. So stick with the foundation of basic obedience. But beyond that, like even if you were just teaching tricks, that's fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I just recommend not doing it that early on. But teaching them to learn, to me, that's just huge. The the, the biggest example. So our we had a basset hound named Copper. He he lived to be about twelve. He was he was a, a he was a basset hound, right? And basset hounds always get the short end of the stick when it comes to thinking they're intelligent. They always say, "Well, they're one of the dumbest dogs, one of the dumbest breeds out there." And and well, I mean, I've met a lot of basset hounds that don't have a lot of brain cells, but it's not. I've met a lot of dogs, I think, that aren't necessarily smart. But it, I, in my opinion, it's not the the breed that makes the dog not smart. It's the expectations that we have for that dog. People get a basset hound and they're like, I just want a dog that lays around all the time, doesn't do anything, so they don't do anything with it. But you get a border collie, you get a you get a lab, you get something like that, and people are like, yeah, well, I want to do all this stuff with the dog. I'm going to teach this dog all these things. And so it, it just kind of adds that stereotype. Because it's what we get the dogs for. But teaching them early on, like our Basset Hound, from a puppy. We did puppy training with him. We did foundation training with him. We did all these different things on top of the socializing. And even though our main goal with him at that time was confirmation, show dog, look pretty, be pretty. You know, you don't have to be smart to be a show dog. But I didn't want that. Like, I wanted a dog that wasn't standing and stacking in the ring because I never taught him to sit. I wanted a dog who was standing and stacking in the ring because I told him to stand and he'd pop into a stack. Like that was my goal with the dog. Um, But just early on teaching him sits and downs and healing and all these different things, what it allowed us to do is through his entire life, anytime we wanted to introduce something new, because at an early age, we taught him how to think, how to process, how to work through and learn with us, we could teach him anything at any time. You know, we, uh, my wife ran him through rally and, and put a title on him when he was like nine. Nine-year-old Basset Hound did confirmation, you know, for five, six years. And then we kind of retired him a little bit. And then he had some medical stuff. And then we're like, hey, let's do some things with him when he was a little older. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely was a rock star at it. And it wasn't because we busted our butt and worked hard for those nine years to train him into this. It was, be, it was you know, my wife deciding she wanted to do it. And then Jenny's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do this. She got the leash. She got some treats. And because we did foundation training with him early, and because through his whole life we were teaching him how to learn, just, just doing little basic things, whether it's tricks or sits or downs or, or problem solving or puzzles or different things, teaching dogs how to like figure things out, the training went like super quick and she was able to do absolutely awesome with him. And so I think teaching your dog to learn is so valuable, so, so, so valuable. I talked about that strong foundation. I talked about minimizing tricks as well. Um, but really, honestly, another really big advantage to to early training with your dog is there's less habits, bad habits to work through, 
right? Like if I'm going to let a dog jump on me or bite me or play keep away or pull on a leash or do whatever, just because I want to throw excuses out there for them doing it, you know, like I mentioned before, the only thing it's going to do, is going to hurt me long term, you know? And, and so I might as well right away, like right away when we get puppies, we work on not biting. There's a lot of people out there who think it's really funny and cute when little puppies bite on you. Now, it's not like I'm going to be correcting and be super mean to them, but I'm at least going to maybe try to like turn it away. Here, have a toy instead of biting me. Here, let's do this. Like, okay, we're going to do something that's going to make you want to put your teeth on me. Let's give you, let's redirect this. Let's do something. Let's not encourage the biting by thinking it's funny and laughing at it. Let's discourage it by like redirecting it and say, hey, biting's cool if you're biting this, you know, and same with jumping. You know, okay, I'm not going to correct the jumping for a little young puppy, but I'm not going to reward it through petting and touching. Maybe the dog jumps on me and I just move on and ignore it. So the dog just kind of through process of elimination realizes, hey, this isn't getting me what I want. So, you know, I think less bad habits to work out of is a very good reason to train your dogs early. Um, and and if you were if you were listening to the the podcast I did or the episode I did before this, I believe, I was talking about how a lot of dogs get put in shelters because at a young age. Well, part of that's because people don't do anything with their dogs. They get this puppy and they just, I don't know, whether they think they don't have to or they think that it's a puppy and they don't, they, they shouldn't train the puppy till it's an adult. I don't really know, but like you get these dogs who are 18 months old that have like zero training and they're insane. Well, yeah, you got rid of a dog because you created a monstrous mess, and that's a problem. So get in there early. You know, I prefer doing obedience training in my foundation. But if you're going to do just tricks and just work on some little things here and there, God, it's better than nothing. Teaching your dogs to learn, to focus on you, teaching them to value interacting with you in positive ways. Oh, my God, it's all so super, super, super freaking important. And so that like that is the the main thing in this week's episode is right now. Right now is the best time for you to get out and start training your dog and doing things with them. Teach them the right things. If you don't like something, fix it. Work on it. And obviously if you if you're having issues with something, contact a trainer. Never be too proud to contact to 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 think, well, I'm just going to do this on my own. If you're struggling, contact a trainer. There are so many good trainers out there that are so willing to help us help you guys with um, with any issues you might be running into. So get out there, work with your dogs, get them training. If you're thinking about getting a puppy or if you're getting a new dog anytime soon, enroll them in classes. Jump on and 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 subscribe to our courses and and maybe run through some of our courses when they come up. Like anything you can do with your dog is going to be super super valuable at this point. So I just wanted to throw that one out there. This is kind of a, a shorter podcast or a shorter episode, I should say, this week, but I'm fine with that. I just I just wanted to throw that out there that, you know, the, the power of learning, the power of teaching your dog how to learn, problem solving, teaching that. I also think, and before I close down on this, this episode, I also do think that teaching your dog and teaching them how to problem solve through whether it's puzzles or, or little games, whatever, creates a little bit of independence. And I know people go, well, I don't want my dog to be independent. I want my dog to want to be with me. Remember, there's a difference between independence and like needing to like, I'm sure the best way I can say this is teaching a dog independence doesn't mean the dog doesn't need you. 
A dog that needs you so bad they don't want to leave your side is super unhealthy. That's your separation anxiety issues that could start popping up. I want a dog through training and through relationship building that wants to be with me but doesn't have to be with me. So through through early training and, and everything, teaching them to learn, it's teaching them how to problem solve, how to keep themselves busy, how to do all these different things. Have a brain use it. Dogs are super, super smart dogs. They're in, they're super smart animals. They're, you know, no breed is stupid. Some dogs pick up on things better than other, or other breeds. Some breeds are more owner oriented. Some are more independent. It is what it is. But if you work with them early on and you teach them the power of interacting with you and learning with you, the, the possibilities are endless. So get out there, guys, train your dogs, work with your dogs, teach them the value of learning And I think down the road, you'll really, really, really be happy you did it. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.